Hi, Life Church family. I'm Aaron Cole, the senior pastor. It's great to be with you today, wherever you're joining us from. I hope that you had a wonderful Christmas Eve, a great Christmas day. And on this December 26th, I hope that this is a wonderful day for you. I'm joined today with all of our campus pastors from Appleton, Brookfield, Milwaukee, and Germantown. You're gonna meet all of these guys if you don't already know them. And they're gonna be joining with me today as we kind of just wrap up 2021 and we go into 2022. Something that I do personally and do, and do as a pastor is what has God done in this past year and what is he doing in this next year? What am I looking forward to? Well, 2021 is a very interesting year because we were coming out of this season of COVID and, and out of just in the church world, we've never seen anything like it. Well, quite frankly, none of us have ever seen anything like it. And, uh, but the Lord really gave me a verse that I gave to these gentlemen and to our staff. And I wanna read it for you today uh, for 2021. John chapter six, verse number 12, Jesus has just fed the 5,000 and he tells the disciples this, he says to the disciples, gather up the fragments that remain so that nothing is lost. Therefore, they gathered them up and they filled 12 baskets with fragments of the five barley loaves which were left over by those who had eaten. That, those two verses, chapter six, verse 12 and verse 13 of the gospel of John was something that I really felt like that God had spoken to me that this is what we were to do this year in 2021. As the church was kind of fragmented as our world was kind of fragmented, kind of dispersed from everything that had happened. Our job as a staff, our job as leaders, our job as campus pastors were to go and just try to gather everyone together, get people to come together. Let us not forsake the assembling of ourselves together, brethren, as the book of Hebrews would say. And so in our weekend services and our small group meetings and our youth services and, and kids services and all that we were doing, road trip revival, just doing everything we could to kind of gather things together. And so this past year, that's really what we've been focused on. And, uh, God's been doing some amazing things. And so what I wanna do is just talk to the campus pastors this morning and hear from them some testimonies of what God has been doing as we've been as a staff and as a church gathering all the fragments that remain so that nothing is lost. And uh, so I'm gonna start with you, Dylan. Uh, what, what's your campus been doing at Brookfield uh, to gather up the fragments that remain so that nothing's lost? Yeah, one of the major things that we did in the year 2021 was we renovated in large scale, massive pieces of the building at Brookfield. Uh, we, we renovated the gym, put all new gym floor down. We uh, put all new hoops and backboards up. We painted the entire gym. Not only that, but we renovated the entire auditorium, uh, new carpet, new chairs, new carpet on the stage, new lights, new sound, all of that in order so that as we continue to progress and move forward, we may be able to reach more people and continue to gather up these fragments. But we knew that it was necessary for us to renovate that building and get it ready so that we could gather the fragments so that nothing was lost. Awesome. Robert? Yeah, they were all broken pieces. And so when you gave the vision, uh, we knew that we had to start off with uh, compassion and be, be very loving. And uh, we did a lot of flyering, um, we did a lot of phone calls, and that was like, man, that, that was a lot of hard work, but that's mostly what we did. We followed up on people. It's a lot of high touch. Yes. High touch. That's awesome. Ryan, what about you? Yeah, I, I think this could be said of all of our campuses, but for us, um, I, I just, I, I look back to what happened at Road Trip Revival as being just 
momentous for our church and our, our campuses. Uh, you know, for the first time in you know year and a half, we got to see what a packed house felt like. Uh, and there's just momentum to that. And, and, and it was good to know, okay, it's still attainable to get back to that. And it, it, there was a sense of normalcy to that. And I think, too, uh, there was a hunger and thirst for God. And um, like we hadn't seen in a long time. And yeah. just because of COVID and all the uh, things that inhibit. And so we know that the Bible says that uh, God honors those who hunger and thirst for him. And so I thought that was huge. But probably the coolest part for me is just the number of families that you got to see attend together, worship God together, pray together, go after God, be at the altar together. That's a very unique thing that um, even in the history of the church has been something that uh, we've not seen on that level in, in quite some time. And so I th- overall, I think it was just a catalytic event uh, and really it played a big role in gathering the fragments this past season. Awesome. Dan? Well, like other campuses, we did a lot of high-touch things as well, and and we were uh, all focused on that. But what's unique to our campus was we had our first year in our new facility, and that was huge for us um, that it came during COVID, and we've been big on what God gave us during COVID. We believe he wants to fill in the aftermath of COVID. Um, but we had to learn how to leverage that new resource to the best of our ability. Yeah. So we put a lot of energy into that so that we could gather people through our high touch and, and make sure that as nothing was lost and, and everything was gathered back together. Yeah, pretty incredible that God provided that resource because yeah. had not, we would be in a situation at the Appleton campus where uh, you might have been online for a lot longer than what was even right. anticipated. Right. Pretty awesome. So talk to me, guys. Uh, I know that this year has been difficult. Uh, it, it's been difficult for, for a lot of people in a lot of ways, but pastoring has been something that has been, uh, it's just been a difficult year because you, you don't always see the same response. You, you've seen uh, the, the size of the physical size of the crowd kind of shrink before it's come back. Uh, what, what's been difficult about 2021 for you as, in respect to your campus? Ryan, I'm going to start with you. Yeah, it, uh, I mean, it, it's been difficult for everybody. Um, but, uh, one, and I want to be careful how I say this. I'm not trying to disparage anybody at all. This is something that's been seen across all churches. But I think coming to the realization that there's some people that may never attend church again, um, that's been very difficult to grapple with, that some people have really dug into their faith in this season, they've strengthened their faith, um, and then others have pulled back a little bit. And I think the heart, uh, the heart of a pastor is, is leaving the 99 to find the one. And so when that happens, you want to go after the one, and then, but you're trying to figure out, is it my responsibility to go after that one or not? Is it, do I, you know, it, it, it's been very difficult to navigate those waters and, and to have compassion for people um, in this season. And so I, that, that's what I would say is the biggest one. So I, I just say, if you have pastors in your life, uh, on staff here at Life Church, or even pastors that you know from growing up or from other churches, I would just say, be in prayer, um, just that God would encourage. I, there's so many pastors that I've seen that have, uh, you know, left their church or walked out of ministry just because it's been such a difficult season for them. And um, really that, that there'd be an encouragement to pastors in this season that don't become weary in well-doing for we'll, we'll reap a reward if we do not give up. And 
Uh, that's what I would say has been the toughest thing to navigate is that dynamic in the church. For Brookfield campus, uh, I would say it's this concept of flexibility. Uh, early on into this year, we were notified that they are going to completely rip up the road right in front of the church. And for about nine to ten months of the year, uh, we would show up on a Sunday to church not fully knowing how we were going to get there that day. Um, and so we were sending out different communications as the weeks would go on of the new best route to get to the church. And we were trying to constantly, consistently keep our people in the loop of, hey, here's the new change because of the renovations on the road, or here's the new change because of the renovations in our building. And so it was just being flexible, being willing to, to move according to what was happening at the time. While difficult, I think it, it created within us a, a strength and, a, and an ability to have that flexibility moving forward, which I think is really productive. For us, uh, I think it was definitely the things that culture brought into the church, you know, and let's be honest, yeah. when things are happening in culture, they find their way into the church, even if some of that stuff we would uh, rather not have to deal with. But um, the things happening in our culture were so polarizing that you had people on uh, both sides of multiple issues and you loved people on both sides and they held to this stuff so strongly and made so much of it, you know, uh, a spiritual belief that they held to. And if, if you didn't, as the pastor or the church, hold to the exact same belief, you know, they were upset and, and that was hard to navigate and lovingly help pastor people through that process. And it was not a short-lived process. And in fact, it still goes on in some ways, you know, that things that we're dealing with. So I think that was the most difficult on our campus. I think what was the most difficult for, uh, for me was dealing with different attitudes um, during the season of COVID. And um, it was like, you just got to see these mental illness like, in record numbers, like all over the place. And you just see different attitudes that just like bounce back and forth. And I had to navigate through that by staying kind and, and loving, being patient, listening. And, um, but also, you know, it's a lot of murder going on in Milwaukee. So I had to navigate through that. Like I did a lot of funerals in uh, 20, uh, this year. And so well, I got a matter of fact, I got a funeral to do tomorrow. Um, so that's, that's, it's really been hard for me. Um, just a lot of death around me. Um, just navigating that. Yeah, it's not an easy system. In, in an easy year, I meant to say. And, and an easy time. And, you know, when you encounter pain, you either absorb it or you, you, you deflect it. You throw it back. And as pastors, that shepherding heart, you're trying to absorb as much as you can. Because uh, you know that people are responding in fear or frustration. And so you're trying to absorb as much as you can and then help people. And sometimes trying to make sense of things that don't always make sense. Yeah. And, uh, and sometimes you have questions. That's the funny thing. It's like, you know, it's, it's not like hey, you've got all the answers, right? It's just you're trying, to, you're trying to help people along. But in the middle of all of this, God's been doing some amazing things. Yeah. There, there have been some stories of life change. Sometimes we don't always get to see all the life changes happening or all, all of the stories that are happening at every one of the campuses. So Dylan, I want to start with you. What, tell me a story of life change that sticks out to you from the last few months. Yeah, so this story begins a little further back 
than just this year. But two years ago, when Life Church Brookfield first became one of our campuses, uh, a, a guy that has become a faithful attendee and member of our church um, first came to church. It was his first time going to church in a long time. And he got saved at the Brookfield campus. Since then, in the last two years, he's gone from getting saved and being a fringe attender to being very plugged in, serving on a weekly basis, a part of life groups. And now he's one of our coaches for Upwards Basketball, which kicks off next year. And he was at our, our tryout mornings, our evaluation mornings a few weeks ago. And it was there at one of the evaluation mornings that he was putting one of the students through all the different drills and afterwards got to talk with the student's parents and just in a casual conversation invited those people to church. And the very next day, that was a Saturday, the very next day, that entire family was at church. Wow. And that family has been coming to Life Church Brookfield for the last two months and has been getting plugged in and, and we've been seeing more and more fruit. And, and that's not the only couple that has started coming through upwards and through being invited by this one man who was saved at the Brookfield campus just shortly after it was open just a couple years ago. That's awesome. And you know, that's one of the things that we had talked about that outreach uh, at one campus may look different than at another campus. And so outreach in Brookfield, uh, because we've got this gym, we were able to, Ryan, how much did, did we invest into that facility to make that happen? About $280,000. So to get the gym where it needed to be, right. new floor, backboards, yep. all that kind of stuff, so that we could turn around and invest that because of your generosity as a Life Church family and your kindness, uh, being able to give, we were able to do that, put that in that facility. And then even before, we, before one game starts right. and the evaluation, others would call it the tryouts, right. this happens people are getting, are getting connected to the campus, getting invited, and life change is already starting to happen even before the outreach has begun. That's amazing. Right. All from a kid's sports program, in essence. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's awesome. Dan, tell me a story of life change that's happening at an Appleton and, and what God's doing there. We've got a young man that started coming, and he had already made a profession of faith to Christ, but I got to baptize him this year, and he's got a number of young children, and he's got an incredible heart to raise his kids for Jesus. They fully uh, immerse themselves in our life groups and the culture of life uh, life church. And just to watch him, and I even talked with him this week, and he's like, Pastor Dan, I'm probably not everything that you want me to be yet or that you think I am, uh, but I'm shooting for those things. I want to raise my family and my kids to love Jesus. And so uh, just to see that he's doing those things, and it talks so much about his heart. And once you get a young man's heart, you not only get his heart, but the heart of his wife and his kids on average and statistically. And so it's really exciting to see him growing like that. That's awesome. Awesome. Wow. Um, I had two, two individuals. I only um, said one, but I'll let you go to two. That's how you do. All right. (laughs) Well, same story though. That's why I had to use two. I was a young lady and a young man that go to the church, uh, George Matthews and his wife, Jenna and, um, uh, Paulette, Paulette and, um, brother Randy, they both brought, these two individuals around the same time they both can't say their name but both of them just got out of prison probably been out for like six or seven months and both of them just did 20 years of peace a woman and a man for some things they did a long time ago but they told them about our campus and both of them said when they came in they just felt loved 
and and that's what they needed. Wow. You know, being you know being in the cell, <laughs> it, it'll, it'll do something to your mind. So when you get released, you just need somebody around you that cares and that, um, somebody that's going to love on you. So our campus was that place for them, and they've been faithfully coming. And now our next step, working with them, is to get them to serve. That's awesome, bro. That is awesome, Ryan. Yeah, I, f- there's a lot of different examples I could think of, but one that really sticks out to me is not a, a specific person, but it was a moment that happened at, uh, it was actually at Road Trip Revival. It was um, right here at Germantown, and uh, the, the night was winding down. In fact, we were getting ready to kind of unofficially dismiss, and uh, Miss Tammy grabbed a mic and got on stage and uh, just began to just, if you were here, you, you remember it, but she was challenging students that uh, maybe, chal- maybe you're called into ministry and you can respond right now. And there were 10 kids, there were 10 students that responded to that and uh, met over in the corner and, and kind of, you know, Pastor Luke and Pastor Dylan were there and kind of helped navigate that. And uh, that's just incredible to see that. Yeah. And even in the middle of everything that's going on, uh, God's still calling people into ministry. He's still redeeming the times that we have together uh, to see his church built. Yeah. And, and which is just incredible. And thankfully, I, I'm confident we have a, a really great youth ministry that's going to be there to cultivate and encourage those callings and to see those callings come to fruition along the way. But that just sticks out as just a powerful moment this past year. Yeah, I remember that night. I remember I had taken the guest speaker out into the foyer and uh, all of a sudden my oldest daughter, Anna, is with me and she says, Dad, I think I hear mom's voice. <laughs> and Tammy's not a platform type of a person. That's just not her personality. And I go, it is. And I walk into the back of the room only to see her on the platform <laughs> with a microphone, just preaching it hot, right? And I looked at the guys in the sound, in the sound uh, booth area and I was like, who gave her a microphone? And they're all looking at me. I said, I'm just teasing. And she was going. And that night after I said, I said, tell me, you've never done that. I mean, we've been married for all these years and pastoring all these years. You've never. And she said, well, I told you this morning that God spoke to my heart, that there were people he was going to call into ministry. And I was hoping that you'd step up. You know how that goes. I was hoping you would do that and you didn't. So then I had the Holy Spirit said, I told you to do it, not him to do it. And I said, amen. So anyhow, so uh, yeah, that was a great night and an awesome time. So as we wrap everything up today, uh, what are you looking forward to in 2022? What, what is it that as a, as a pastor, as a campus pastor at Life Church, what is it that God's put on your heart that you're looking forward to in this next year? Yeah, we at Brookfield have, you know, just a, a big dream of what God is going to do, that, that 2021 was a big preparation year uh, for all that God is going to do in 2022, that he's going to do exceedingly abundantly beyond all we could ever ask or imagine. And so even beginning with upwards, starting in early January, that we're going to see families uh, connected to Life Church in a new, greater fashion through upwards, that through the competitive yet friendly sport, they're going to find community. They're going to find friends. They're going to find a place that is safe and a place that they can experience Jesus, which is through Life Church Brookfield. But not only that, um, even through all the renovations that have gone, that have happened at Brookfield so far, we're believing that, that God has more on the docket to do through Life Church Brookfield campus. And so even our, our hope and our desire is to expand to do renovation for Life Kids and Life Church youth space. That we can really fully branch that out and and do ministry in the 
best and greatest capacity for the next generation. We believe that God has greater things in store for the next generation, that our church is a multi-generational church, and he's got great things in store for our kids and for our youth. And they're not the church of tomorrow, but they're the church of today. And so we're trusting that God is going to provide, and he's going to give us the plans as we continue to move forward in that. That's awesome. Robert? Hey man. Also, it... Um in Milwaukee, we got a million-dollar renovation, so it's a place of excellence. So we just worship God of excellence, and I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just asking God. I'm believing God for, for two services that we go to two services. Yeah. <laughs> That's the vision. Um, get people to be faithful and consistent. That I'm, I'm asking God to help us in that area, but also to give us a, a, a parking lot. I believe that God, <laughs> we need a parking lot. Good. Because each, each Sunday, I mean, our numbers are like crazy. And, and how many parking spaces do you have right now? Six on the yeah. side. Of <laughs> and we be pushing like 170. So people, st- people come and it's only six parking lots. But if you can pray with us that God will give us a parking lot, that would be a blessing. We have one across the street, but uh, I, that's my friend. He's a friend of mine and he's letting us use it for now. But we asking God to, to move in a powerful way to give us our own parking lot. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to say something kind of in, in faith, but I would say missions trips is something I'd, I'd look forward to. Now, I don't know if we're going to be able to be in a position to take one in, in 2022, but I do think those doors are going to start to open mm-hmm. as things normalize with travel and all of that. And that's something that you can just feel. It's kind of like, you know, not working out for a little while. And, you know, you start to feel like something is missing. And I do think when someone goes on a missions trip, um, they get into a different context and they see a life changed. Uh, there's just something that happens in that. And I, I really think that that's something that I'm looking forward to. Whenever that day is, if it's 2023, it's 2023. But whenever that day is, that's what I'm most looking forward to, being able to take missions trips again. Well, at our campus, we're really excited about uh, an opportunity that we have to expand our life kids or Uh, What I really should say is to make it permanent. Right now we're in temporary uh, things with our life kids, uh, pipe and drape, uh, Pastor Ryan would say. Uh, So we're in pipe and drape and we've got a plan right now or we're working on the plan to make that permanent, give us more room. You say, Pastor Dan, why do you need more room? Well, there are weeks in 2021, quite a few of them where we're over 30% of our overall attendance in life kids. So we've got to do something there to prepare. And then also we've got a strategy to go out into the highways and the byways, so to speak, and and compel people to come in. We're at a place on our campus where we're just believing God's gonna fill the building. And so we've developed some strategies in the downtown to go out and actually bring people in, not wait for them to come to us. So we're really excited about that for this year. That's awesome, that's awesome. Well, we're gonna wrap things up today. And as we do, I just wanna just take a couple of minutes and first of all, if you're not plugged into one of these four campuses, I would encourage you, if you're still just online, and again, I think online's a great supplement. I think online's a great opportunity to be able to connect, especially if you're a guest, you want to see what we're doing or what we're about, or you're traveling. I get that. Um, and or today, we're, we're all online, right? So, I mean, that's, that's how this works. And so I think technology is awesome to be able to utilize it that way. But there's nothing quite like being able to come to a live campus 
and be able to be there and be a part and kind of know and be known and love and be loved and served and be served. There's just, you know, we say it, nothing works like the local church works when the local church works the way the local church is designed to work. Amen. (laughs) And so that's it. And that's what it's all about. And so I believe that God has brought you men as leaders uh, into this life church family to be able to reach every county and every community that we're in. Uh, I believe that, uh, and I believe just as a church that as we go into 2022, uh, that we're going to, we're going to do more than we've ever done before. And I don't just say that like that. I mean, like, I really do believe this is the year. I was telling the staff just the other day, this is the opportunity that we have to kind of, it's kind of hit this gap. It's hit this window of opportunity. It's all the preparation meets that window of opportunity. That's where success is. And so we've been faithful and I believe this is going to be a season where God is going to help us be fruitful. And here's what happens when that happens as a church, it's happening as a church corporately because it's happening in your life individually. That's the good news. So, because sometimes you kind of go, well, that's awesome, Aaron. That's great, man. This is happening at at the church. It's happening on the campuses. No, when we're winning here as a church, it's because you're winning individually. And when you win individually, then the church wins because you are the church. And so we are the church. It's not a building. It's not a location. It's not steeples and stained glass. It's not houses built by the hands of men. It's the hearts and lives of men and women and boys and girls. You're it. And so I want to encourage you, if you're not regularly attending one of these physical campuses, come and join us. Appleton, Brookfield, uh, Milwaukee, Germantown, come and be a part of what's happening. And, and then, and at the same time, begin to pray for this vision and these dreams, not for us, right. not for just for a church, but for all of us as the body of Christ, as we reach our community. And so I want to pray uh, for you today, that God will bless you and will bless this week that you're having here, this last full week of 2021. But I also want to pray that God put something in your heart. Uh, what he wants you to be a part of, what, what he wants you to be a part of it, every one of these campuses to see this be a success. Maybe you need to step up and serve. Maybe you need to step up and give. Maybe it's about time. Maybe it's about talent. Maybe it's about treasure. I don't know. And if you say, man, Aaron, I don't know. I've got this inside of me and I don't know what to do. Any one of these campuses that you're at, reach out to these campus pastors. Uh, reach out to me. We'll get you plugged in. We'll get you connected and we'll keep figuring that out, right? We're, we're, we're not about just one way, but we want you to be involved because here's what's happening. I really do believe, again, hitting that gap, I believe this is a year where God's going to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we could think or ask. I think that this is all coming together and I want you to be a part. I want you to be blessed. I want you to win because we're all winning. So let me pray for you today. Father, I just thank you today for the opportunity to be able to come into people's homes and into their lives. I thank you for the church. I thank you, Jesus, that we are your bride, not because we're perfect, not because we are, are, are all of that, but because you chose us. Because, not because of us, but because of you and your infinite wisdom. God, you loved us, you died for us, you chose us. And so Lord, I just pray your blessings be upon every family, every individual that's watching today. I pray you'd bless them. I pray you'd bless this week. I pray this would just be a restful and peaceful week with family and friends, however they're choosing to celebrate this week. But I pray, oh God, put a Holy Ghost fire in our bellies, in our spirits, that this year, 2022, we're gonna activate our faith at a whole nother level. We're gonna step out and serve at a whole nother level. We're gonna step out and give at a whole nother level. 
level. We're gonna get involved at one of these four campuses and get connected and not just sit back and watch it happen, but be a part of the solution, be a part of the miracle and say, I was there when, when Milwaukee went to two services. I was there on that first missions trip internationally back from Life Church post-COVID. I was there to help and be a part of what's happening at, at Appleton. I was, I was there to be a part and to see of this new kids and youth facility expansion at Brookfield. I, I was there, whatever it may be, Lord, I just pray that you would bless not just us, but every single person watching today. God, your kingdom come, your will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. We thank you for 2021. We thank you for yet another year of ministry that you've given us. And we believe for even greater things in 2022. In Jesus' name, amen.